Talk to you roughly the other day. Um, did you hear the new train that's going on? I was completely. Uh, yeah, you told me about that, but I'm I'm still not completely sure what it is. But I don't think I want to know. Yeah, it's one of those. The less you know, the better. And I'll kind of, I guess, I'm I'm like that either karate instructor or that piano teacher that's one lesson ahead of their students. You know what I mean? Like I know a little bit more than you do, but definitely not enough to be an expert. But you might think I will. My sister just told me about this, so apparently it's it's memes out there if you want to look it up. It's F-U-P-A, and it's it's FUPA. That's how she's pronounced it. It's pronounced FUPA. FUPA, and it stands for uh, Female Upper Private Area. And the more you say it, and you, if you Google it, and it's not, it's not graphic, by the way, but the more you look it up, the more it makes more. And so we started coming up with more acronyms, right? So we got like MUPA, which is like Mother's. Upper private area. Okay. So if you're a single lady, or and I was, I was made a mistake as the typical male, where I, I was almost trying to, to like to use it for myself. So I was saying, oh, this is Mupa for male upper private area. But like, no, <laughs> if, if I'm single, I like myself and no kids. I am also a fupa. It's like if, if, if I got that right, I possess the female upper private area. <laughs> so like, if, if I was a father and I was and I had that, a father is more likely to have some, and so it'd be a. Uh, if you're a mupa, so he'd have a mother up a private area. And so then it went into <laughs> one of my favorites for a koopa, child's upper private area. So if you got one of the kid, you can have a kid that's called koopa. And so it's koopa, it's Nintendo, right? <laughs> I was it's, about to say, like Mario? <laughs> and well, it, well, definitely my nephews aren't going to listen to this, this episode, but um, I have a nephew, oh, oops, but somebody in the family, and they're definitely koopa. And so that's kind of what's it's funny to use. So is that like a new name for camel toe, or I don't no, even no, know what it is? Because it's upper. Okay, have you ever seen somebody like wearing mom jeans and it's like they, they're like they're baking something in the oven, but you know they're not pregnant. Put it that way. Imagine that. It, mom bod. Mom, it's okay. Um, it's it's almost like you have a fanny pack to sort of help you conceal. Oh, that. you mean your uh, a belly apron? Bell. There you go. Female <laughs> upper private area. It's a belly apron. Gotcha. Okay. So that's what we have. <laughs> so that is a fupa. And on that note, uh, let's talk about sex. <laughs> All right. So this is the very hot, steamy um, about my sordid sex life. <clears throat> I'm glad you, you couldn't say that with that. a straight face, could you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I'm glad this is a strictly audio uh, format. <clears throat> no, but pretty much, you know, it's kind of recalling, like, just in general. Um, I kind of guess won't go into it either. But I very recently <laughs> went out and struck it out again, which is like par for the course. But I'll just kind of tell you that probably later because it's not really fun. <laughs> but at least you know, uh, at least I haven't completely given up. But Far back as I can remember the earliest, in kindergarten, I think I mentioned it too in one of the shows, I had like a girlfriend, because I remember even my mom was like, oh, that's a girlfriend. I, I recall going to her house to play, what I remember mostly, and it wasn't like to play house, because that's just filthy, right? <laughs> but I remember she had a little brother who had like a like a three foot tall, well, I was shorter, so maybe it felt like three foot tall, you know, I don't know the scale. 
<clears throat> but it was um he had a Freddy Krueger doll. Oh, cool. I don't know how I knew this. I didn't know nothing about Freddy Krueger, but I, I distinctly recall his little felt hat, his little like uh, outfit. Maybe I should Google that. But and that's the thing that I remember most about the relationship, or the you know, the, um, that sounds stupid. But the, the, the little childhood crush. So that's kindergarten. And then, um, don't remember much after that, and then you know, I moved to, uh, I was staying in Sanger, you know, th- uh, eight years old or something, and that's when, uh, like, the kid beat me up, so maybe that's where I started, like, be careful with who you're attracted to, because, you know. <laughs> you might get your ass kicked. You, know, <laughs> you might get, it's like, that's not the kind of pounding I was looking for, but maybe <laughs> not at that age. And so, kind of the more significant as far as relationship, well, around that time, there was a neighborhood girl who was, um. She was very friendly. She, you know, we're all eight, nine years old, but you know, not to stereotype, but in in, in the in the ghettos, in, in the hoods, you know, South Central LA. But there was a girl who was very friendly, and even then, you kind of get vibes. Maybe I wasn't too hip on stuff, but I just recall one incident. So we we had a neighbor kid who was a few years younger than me, which me and my best friend would treat like crap because we're, we're we're garbage people. But all, all kids are brutal. But all those garages were kind of sealed off, so none of those were usable for. Um, for like uh, parking and that's where like my, my dad built our house you know I, I did a pretty deep episode about that but um like the neighbor's kid his dad built it like into a like like a bar hangout thing it was very cool because he had cable tv that's the first time you hear about cable tv you know mm-hmm. up on the wall he had a bar and even from that day i, I still like that smell of um that stale beer and cigar smoke. Oh, God, yeah. that's the worst. <laughs> uh, for some reason, I have this weird, like, nostalgic, you know, Hugh Hefner-esque vibes. So that so, ties I, it all in. I don't mind the cigar smell, but, oh, God, the stale beer. <laughs> and it was one, you know, he had a few tables, and it was all sticky, too. And sometimes you would hear <laughs> noise where, you know, they'd play poker, I'm guessing. Um, and, and the thing with the, the parents were always working and stuff, so it'd always be him and, like, his little sister. And as bad as we treated him, he treated little sister worse, which is like, Aww. and it's it's totally probably our fault because it's, it's like he took out his frustration on them. But so they had cable, and he had a Super Nintendo, so that alone, like, all right, we'll hang out with this dude. But we we'd hang out in his in his bar room. Sometimes my sister would come over, but um, I remember me and my my friend, we were we we're all of like maybe a year older than him, but we'd watch playboys and stuff so and we'd be like all right go outside it was it's his house and his garage and his cable and he's like you can't walk you're too young for this junior <laughs> so it'd be like we'd kick him out and it's it just silly and i think we you know we might have shown like our, our sisters and stuff because you know kids are like that but anyway so this girl i just didn't remember one time we were it was the four of us me and my friend my best friend and that kid <clears throat> and then this girl from the neighborhood and you know, we're just kind of hanging out i guess but I, I, I remember, I don't I'm, I'm assuming she's going to brought up, but basically like um, like uh, dry humping. And so me and my best friend, like, you know, I don't offer what well, they started dry humping, but it was, it just was weird, you know. So I was just kind of like, all right, just you guys just hurry up and finish. I don't know. We don't know what's going on. So it's like, okay, I guess it's happening. But Wait, how old are you? Eight, maybe. Eight. <laughs> so yeah, you have no idea what's going on. <laughs> it's kind of like, I mean... I've watched I watch TV around then, so I know what dancing is. But that was just like I don't know. I'm I'm not down with that one, you know. I don't remember my aunt, my aunt Lulu doing that at last the wedding. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I did catch her in the ba- in the closet like years later, but that was different. But so that's kind of like it's almost like what I'm trying to bring it up is like I don't remember ever having the sex talk. My dad, my parents never told us the birds and the bees. So somehow it's almost like I had to discover myself. Do you have any idea? Do you remember? Your, your I don't think 
And I mean, my mom had to give me the puberty talk. Yeah. But she n- never really gave me the sex talk. They kind of handled that in school. Yeah, they're like, you you go you go to school, you learn that. I'm not telling you. Well, I think by the time <clears throat> they were going to have the sex talk with me, they yeah. I, I already knew what it was because I learned it in school. So they're like, okay, never mind. It's kind of like, do I like day late and a dollar short? <laughs> And, and that's that's how prostitutes are made, but <laughs> like I don't remember. I'm sure by the time I heard sex ed, like oh, okay, sure. But one of the kind of uh, significant moments too is um, I recall my best friend again. He had a, a, an uncle that lived with them, and I don't know if he had. Yeah, he must have died at that time, alcoholism and stuff. But somehow we stumbled across in his possessions. I, it was at least two, but maybe three, maybe over between two and five, like magazines. Uh, porno magazines mm-hmm. and they were um they were all like from the 70s oh this so is, a lot lots of uh, lots of hair lots <laughs> of hair everywhere you know <laughs> hair under there hair over there wherever hair who cares but it was <laughs> it's the new sam i am book yeah i don't know i didn't think it in my head but <clears throat> it was definitely like you know real reawakening whatever but it was uh, you know I'm guessing there was some color, but the one that distinctly sticks out is maybe an ad. I, I gotta watch. <laughs> Sometimes when I'm trying to do the puns, but well, it, it was an ad for one, and I remember the name. It was King Dong. It's hard to think of that all the time. Like we're just randomly, I just be like, man, that guy's acting like a real King Dong right now. But <laughs> it, but it, so it was kind of so. My dad was working on this pickup truck at that time, and I don't know if the engine was fine, but it was like in, in the yard, so it was covered up, tarped up. And so me and my, my friend, we'd go and we'd take our, our, our collection. And, and we and I don't know even at that kid because boys are, are so icky like that. But we, we'd be like on opposite sides. You know, like, not necessarily like, don't look at me, bro. But we'd look at but we'd be looking at a magazine. But just that, that's it. No, like, touching. So you something. weren't, like, circle jerking or anything no, yeah. like that? No, <laughs> yeah. But we're sitting there like, <clears throat> and then it's like, all right. And then we'd switch off. So it's like, all right. So, and, and right around the same time, too, <clears throat> my friends don't want that kind of, um, introduced me to this or whatever, but um, we lived close to this corner and there was a gas station, and the gas station, it was like a, oh geez, uh, the name, I, I don't know if it was at the beginning, but it was Circle K. <laughs> Strange things are afoot What's Circle called Cir- K. What's Circle K, Circle Jerk, but the guy that he knew there, he either knew his dad or something, but I, I remember, I don't know how my friend came up with it or whatever, but he he let us look at the Playboys, you know, the freshly sealed Playboys, and <laughs> And we take them and we go into the the cooler like behind the the um. Oh God. The, <laughs> God damn it! I repressed so much for some reason. <laughs> but behind like the milk, so we'd be sitting there sitting on this little milk crate, like you know sitting next to each other, just kind of like ogling these gorgeous women, <laughs> and and then we seem like oh wow look at that oh wow look at that and then and then you somebody opens the door and so you got to be quiet so they don't like sit there and I don't remember we ever made eye contact with anybody but and we did that a few times but. In hindsight, almost in a couple years, I kind of was like, that's a little weird, dude. Like, this this grown, this dude was like in his early 20s, like, hey, I'm totally down to let you kids stare at my smut. There had to be some kind of weird sexual gratification, right? <laughs> and that was before we knew about, you know, child sex. I mean, we didn't even know what sex was, really. We just know mm-hmm. that these are some magazines that are making us have some magical feelings, and, you know, that, that's where it ends. Maybe he was just like, well, I was a little boy once. They're curious. I'll let them, you know. Well, after a few months, he just, he just disappeared and we never saw him again. Ah. <laughs> so I'm sure he got off. Oh, man. I need, some, I need a lot more Do you notice any cameras up in the corners of those coolers? 
No, well, that was a giant hat with the beeping light on it. <laughs> this is just between me and you, smashed hat. Smashed hat. <laughs> but that was one of those weird ones that years later, like, huh, that was a tour. So that was kind of our, our awakening. And then I've kind of dropped hints um, in a few episodes, but the infamous uh, porno tape, right? So, oh, yeah. <clears throat> okay, um, kind of t- still tying in with that. Fifth grade, I was living in L.A., um, it was only two more years we were going to be there. Well, in the, in the class, there was this girl. I have this big role, too, of, of the all fifth graders of that school that graduated. And I could, I'll could i show it to you later. But there was this girl from that school, from that, my class. And it sounds dumb for me to say that way. But she was, like, obsessed with me. Like, she'd always be trying to talk to me. And it, so instead of me being like, oh, this is cool, like, it creeped me out. Like, it was like, <laughs> that's, too much, that's too forward, man. Like, I, I've just been looking at King Dongs. Like, I don't know what's going on. And you're over there trying to, like... So she'd come, I don't even know how she found out. I'm sure she asked, like, my friend at school. But she'd come to the house, and, and it would be something where i tell my sister, like, tell I'm not here. It, <laughs> this is 10 years old, and I'm already, like, uh, uh, ghosting. <laughs> and this is, like, tri- uh, um, foreshadowing, because, you know, mm-hmm. then it's going to be like, then now now everything that I've told you from, like, my current history, you're like, oh, I see now. I see what it is. <laughs> all the pieces are falling all, into It all clear in the picture, and it's, it's scarier and scarier still. So, and she would call the house too, and it'd be like, you know, my I tell my sister, and so basically that was it. Like I didn't want to deal with nothing there, right? And then sixth grade, nothing really happened. Seventh grade, we moved to Southgate, and so it, it was kind of different. And that's sort of where I started kind of knowing what sex was more. And I think I don't remember how I got my hands on it, but I had the tapes, and my very first tape that I own and stuff, it was it was VHS. So that's how it tells you, like mid to late nineties. But it was like it was it was red too. But it was called I don't know if I ever talked to you about it, but it was called Butt Slammers. <laughs> That's not the name of the tape. And, and and if you want to talk about ruining, a, um, oh especially a, a young guy going through puberty, it was all women, women on women, mm. groups of women. Like that put that that bar in my mind, which was real stupid, right? Because it's only like now through the rest of my life is like, well, if, if, if I can't have five women at once, then obviously I'm sexually inadequate. <laughs> Or something, but that was my tape, butt slammer, and butt so, I, <laughs> and so I lent it to this kid in my, in my middle school class, and he he flat out stole it. Like for weeks later, I'd be like, "Hey, dude, like, how about that tape?" Like, "Oh yeah, man, man, I'll, I'll bring it." And and he just ignored me, and so <clears throat> it got to a point where to me it was funny, where it was like, "Dude, you stole my porn." Yeah, like that's like the dude code, man. You don't steal another man's porn, like. You can go and, and, and steal my girlfriend because obviously I'm not good enough for her, but you don't steal my tape, man. That's that's where, like, my... <laughs> I actually own that. <laughs> like, you know what I had to go through just to, like, smuggle that out through, you know? It's red, so obviously it's going to attract attention, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, jeez. And uh, I don't remember the right order of it, but I think I traded for that tape. Someone must have bought it or somebody gave it to me, but I had a, um, a Playboy copy, and on the cover... It was Pamela Anderson on a Harley, and from what I know, I guess Pamela Anderson did you know a bunch of different Playboys, but yeah, I had a huge crush on Pamela Anderson, and and it was just one of those kind of cool things that I had this tape and this dweeb stole it from me. Like, you just you're the lowest scum on earth, man. Like, you just don't do that. <laughs> and somewhere between the line, I got my hands on a, on a eight hour. It was I, it still seems it still seems. Um, Unlikely, but I distinctly recall, and that's the tape that I've been trying to confess for my parents. Like, what did you do to my, to my? That's part of my childhood, man. People have their like, um, 
their their Aladdin tapes. People have their you know the, the baby's first steps. I had my second butt slammers tape. You know, I don't remember the title of it. That's the thing. But it was eight hours. I don't know if I ever saw the whole thing, but it was one of those where when when the family get when the family's away, little Tony gets to play, man. Like, and I don't know if you heard, but so that layout before. We had two bedrooms, one for the parents, one for the sisters, all three of them. And I slept in the living room, so every night I'd had to, like, prepare my bed, right? I had a fold-out couch. That's, oh, that's why my back is bad. <laughs> that's why your couch. back is bad. <laughs> well, that and maybe the awkward angle that I was um, uh, discovering myself, you know what I mean? Or uh, um, uh, jostling my joystick. Oh, but so, and it was one of those, like, in the living room, you know, draw the curtains. You got to set the mood right. And so I'd have that, and then, uh, you know, as soon as you see the, the, the lights kind of beam across the window, like, oh, and then you got to, like, you know, prepare and stuff like that. And so, and I would also watch it in the parents' living room, sometimes during the day. That's kind of, you know, when you start discovering stuff, but it'd be like where they didn't have a lock on the door, so it'd be like <laughs> standing up, you know, with my, my back against the door, just like, what are you doing there? I'm just watching, I'm just playing video games. Just leave me alone, Mom. Like, Don't hassle me, Mom. <laughs> Why are you leaning against her door? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the only way to, to the glare of the TV. But I, I remember showing my oldest sister because she had a friend. And I don't, you know, I, I definitely can't remember why. I'm sure part of it was like, dude. But like, I remember showing her friend. And I don't know if it was one, during one of the moments. I have this distinct memory with one of uh, It was always weird with my sister's friends. Like, a lot of them I would find attractive. But I kind of didn't want to do nothing because it's kind of, you know, I don't know. You, I don't know it's just... I'm totally messed up with that, but it was a friend that I would, you know, I didn't kind of feel, have feelings like that towards, but I would, you know, I'd have her see that. But I think we were on this one time where, I don't know what we were messing around or what, but she kind of like shoved me against like the closet door, and that was kind of, you know, I'm just discovering stuff, but that was kind of a turn. I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> so now, you, now for you, it makes sense with the women that I've kind of tried to date that are bossy, <laughs> and like, and like pushy, like, no mister, like, like you need to settle down. Kind of Get away from me. Yeah, and I'd be like, it's like I'm taking this as an advancement from you. Like, remember that time when we worked where where that girl punched me like in the middle of the yard, and I said like, oh, you're gonna get it now. And then you know, you ran to call the cops and say, no need. Like, I, I got my own set of cuffs, and they're like, all right. And I'm I said leave. you're gonna get it. That that's not what I meant. <laughs> yeah, not, not, not what you meant by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> so that, I'm showing other people my smut, right? Um, <laughs> I'm trying to, like, just, and so I always had that, like, with middle school, it was, it was, like, that's the first one that I can remember, seventh, eighth grade, this girl that I was very attracted to, she was kind of tall, whatever, but it's one of those classic, didn't give me a time of day, mm. maybe I'm one of those losers as, like, that means that I really mm. got to work on No it. means yes, and yes means yes. no. Your eyes say, your mouth says no, no, but your eyes say, like, get away from me. And the restraining <laughs> order says no, no, but <laughs> your eyes say yes, yes. <laughs> The restraining order, yeah. The cop's baton says, stay away. <laughs> but It's a middle schoolish L.A. Uh, girl that I had a huge crush on, but won't give me time of day. And then it'd be like from a different um, track or whatever where somebody would be like, hey, uh, so-and-so likes you. And I'd be like, there's no way, dude. Like, mm -hmm. I've, I've stared at myself in the mirror. I am not anybody's object of affection. If anything, I'm almost somebody's, like, runner-up or, like, well, I guess I need somebody to, like, hold my bags or something. But so when I finally like kind of worked up the nerve, um, you know, it was like it had already passed, right? And even through the, through the years, I've kind of felt like I've gotten better at where that maybe that's kind of where my fault. Maybe that's where you could provide the feedback. But it was very much something where like 
it'd be a it, like I build up this thing in my head where it'd be a girl that I'm real attracted to for whatever reason. And then the more I talk to him, the more it's like, oh, I really like him. So it gets to the point where like, oh man, it's it's almost like it's destined to be. But then you try to like to move to the to the romance side. It's kind of like, oh no, like why? It's like it's almost like you can see their look on their face. It's like, well, this is awkward. So you got friend zoned. No, it's it's not even friends. It's like you got packed into a moving truck and air freighted to like another country. Like, <laughs> please stay away. Don't contact me. And so I've gotten better where like I almost make that sort of um, uh, make that more known sooner. You know what I mean? Because like mm. where I'm all trying to say like, hey, I'm obviously trying to like you know like I'm attracted to you and we it's one of those, well we hang all the time and it's like well yeah it doesn't mean nothing but it's like but it means something to me man but it's like. Uh, you know, throughout the years, a few years back, like, my sister had a friend that, I can't remember, it might have been through Facebook, and I kind of reconnected with her, and she lived down in L.A., and we got along real chummy, and we even, like, uh, my sister, um, they were, like, in a, at a resort down there, and I picked her up, and we went, and we hung out and stuff, and we slept, like, in the same um, pull-out bed, <laughs> but it was, you know, on the opposite ends, because, you know, she had a boyfriend, and then after a few months or whatever, it got real ugly and she was like mad and stuff and it was kind of like all right and we went to this museum that i like to go and i said and it took all the courage that i had in my little pathetic body and i you know i wasn't in shape then like i am now but so i was like it took a lot of resolve to just finally kind of like you know let my feelings out and it was kind of like oh no like what are you thinking like no it's like oh we, we break up all the time so it's one of those that oh okay so it's like they're taking a break type mm-hmm. stuff so it's like that's just dumb and so i kind of was like all right well now i completely exposed myself which was like, that's never a good sign. And so it took, after a while, I was like, look, I just can't do it. Like, I'm just not emotionally stable enough. Like, you know me now, Beth, I'm way more emotionally stable than I am back then. Wow, really? Yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of like, whoa, boy. Oh, 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 geez. This is the improvement, huh? <laughs> like, oh, man, like, uh, this ain't over. But, and so, and so I kind of was like, I just can't. It's just, it's, it's all me. I'm one of those... It's always me, you know. It's one of those, you hear that cliche, but like with throughout the years, it's not you, it's me. You've tried to sort of help me sort out through a lot of those feelings, but I always feel like at the end of the day, it's no, it's never their their fault, right? It's either how I interpret their 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 ideas or whatever. But I'm always one of those like it's something with me, so I try to take breaks. But then you get lonely, like geez, I want to want somebody to snuggle up with or something. You know what I mean? I'm very I'm very much a romantic guy. I've never been one of those where I remember I, you saying that before. Yeah, I'm never one of those where like I see a girl like, oh man, I want to blank, 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 all this, <laughs> <clears throat> like like a super stud that I saw in in, in butt slammers, but it's 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 just one of those things. Um, right, so let's kind of go back. So a lot of my friends, we moved to Oregon. Um, so that was fifth grade when I had that the stalker, and then so it wasn't about ninth grade, right? Um, no, not ninth grade. Sorry. Well, yeah, in ninth grade last year, I'm feeling happy. I met this this girl that we had. PE class and we talk and we, we join up and that was it and, and she was like beautiful right and so she kind of became the only one that I like I kind of have feelings for and the last like the last week of school I remember we were chatting more and I'm walking her home oh we're getting things are good for a ninth grader man I'm walking her home <clears throat> and I'm all excited for the summer and then like within a week is when my dad's like hey send uh, you know Tony and his sister the oldest girl Send them up here to Oregon with me. Like, oh yeah, we're gonna move here. And so I never talked to her again. Mm-hmm. I have her phone number, so it's kind of like, oh okay, that's cool, I guess. You know, she's just... probably like harboring all these this resentment towards you. She's like, I thought he meant, you know, I meant something to him, and then he just disappeared and left and didn't Cat... say a thing to me. Catfished or ghosted before that even existed. If I ever see that bum again, I'm gonna give him a piece of my mind. 
Well, years ago, I kind of re- um, reconnected with an old friend from that era. And somehow, it, I kind of mentioned it was like the Spanish song that a friend in Oregon would listen to. <clears throat> and the name of it was like her last name. I didn't know that. And I don't like Spanish music really, but you know, to each his own. But there was a song, and my friend was like, "Oh, I know why you like that song. Like, why?" And he said, "Like, cause that's her last name. Like, what are you talking about?" And, and <laughs> so that was completely like, okay. And so after a bit, you know, I did the whole Facebook stalking thing. And so I looked her up, and I found her. And of course, you know, you, you do that like uh, that um, '80s pop synth <laughs> love song. You know, <laughs> look into my eyes, like mm-hmm. like uh, <clears throat> in Wayne's World and Dreamweaver. Gets in, get this tunnel vision yeah. towards her. Yeah, like you know, like she 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 lands softly on the bed of roses, <laughs> and then I come in like on a on a steed <laughs> with the horse, my hair and my rippled chiseled body, you know. <laughs> <laughs> or or I'm on the on the on the boat, you know, just holding her. Like a, what was that? You know, March had that like something about her bosom. Oh, um, BCs sure are heaving, not yeah. as much as your bountiful bosom. Your bountiful bosom, yeah. <laughs> Well, it's kind of like that, but of course, at that point, she was married. She had a kid, so I was like, wah, wah, and it did that, you know, the little corners. I'm like, oh, okay, and so that was it. And so I only, so I only stalked it a couple more times until I was, I was completely sure. Like a year later, are they still together? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Facebook status, uh, not in a million years, Tony. Like, all right, that was, that was too specific. All right? <laughs> never mind, I use an alias, jerk face, like. Never mind, I use Mr. Incognito, so I don't know how she saw through that disguise. <laughs> Guy Incognito. Guy Incognito. <laughs> and, okay, so that was uh, another one. And 10th uh, grade then, I guess, in Oregon when we first moved there. My sister had a friend uh, from high school, and she would come over, like, all the time. And I don't know why. I just, because I was, a, you know, messed up. I'll talk about that in the next episode. But she would come, and, and my sister would all be annoyed because... You know, she was a friend, or supposedly, but she'd come to, like, my room, and I'd be sitting there playing PlayStation, and I'm just, and, and I was irritated where I was like, just leave, like, what do you want? And she, I have no clue what she's talking to me about, but I'm just completely zoned. Dude, um, I'm a teenage boy, we only get, there's only two things that get in our hands that are hard to get out of, and that was, one was video games, right? So I'm sitting there with my little mm-hmm. PlayStation controller, my little dual shot, just like, <laughs> just leave. But now in hindsight, I'm like, oh, man, but... I know, and it was one of those, that's kind of talk about confusing feelings, but I would always, like, rag on her because she used to put a lot of makeup on. Mm. And so it was one of those, like, where she had layers of makeup. So I'd say, like, Ugh. do you ever even scrape any of that? And I was, like, I was a piece of shit. Well, I mean, I am a piece of shit, but I was, like, a bigger, I was a fresher turd. And, like, my fr- my sister probably would remember hearing stuff, but, you know, she'd always come in. And, and even one time I remember where she came in into my room, and it, and it was kind of exciting because it was the first time I had a room and stuff. But I, I distinctly recall she was said something about like that, she, like tomorrow or something, like to take her virginity or something, and I was kind of like oh, okay, and then <laughs> you have my attention. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, and it's like put down that door shot and just put my hands on my lap or put a couple pillows on my lap and just turn and like proceed. But, <laughs> no, but it was it was something where it was kind of like I was just kind of eh, whatever. But then it, you know she left or whatever, and then I just said they're like, oh, like wait a minute, like. This just blow this blows butt slammers out the water, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you mean actual physical contact with a woman? <laughs> but the problem is, I didn't have those tapes, so I had like zero research material. You know, I had to I had to go from my experience up to uh, fourteen years old, sixteen, fifteen, sixteen years old, and but of course, like spoiler alert, nothing happened. Like she never came back because <laughs> maybe she, it dawned on her like like yeah, maybe she sobered up. I don't know, man. 
But it was one of those kind of or maybe she just kind of felt like you felt you know, exposed, but then rejected. Well, it's just like I said, I was rejected all the two then, so why would that be any different? You know what I mean? <laughs> so, and it was one of those weird things. Like, and I was attracted to a friend, but who cares? And so we, and then we moved on a, with a couple months to this um, other city close by. And my sister had um, other friends, and there was some other girls that were about the same age-ish. But there was one that was kind of taller, and they were half-sisters. And they were of a uh, of, um, of certain reputation, you know what I mean? They were kind of tough girls. They were very sort of like... Um, um, the kind of the kind you don't bring home to mother, put it that way. Mm-hmm. But And that's what, that's what they used to do drugs. That's the first time I remember like being kind of exposed to meth. Like, I remember my friend... They knew because of the same, you know, groups they ran in because of the minority groups there and stuff. But they used to, like, smoke meth. And that's kind of how I, you know, started doing meth. Like, I, I would do meth with them and stuff. But one of the taller one, she was very attractive to me, and she was always very forthcoming. And it kind of made me a little, like, unusual. You know, kind of like, all right, back up. And, her like, her half-sister kind of wasn't around. She was one that was always kind of, like, I don't know, doing whatever. But later on... I, we we kind of we were chummy, and she would come over like to to my room, and we just sit there. We, like we never did nothing, cause I don't know what it is, it, cause it's my sister's friend, but I never like kind of approached it that way, you know. And mm-hmm. at that age, I was really messed up, you know. My cousin got schizophrenia, like I'm, I'm going through all these emotions, and I can't reciprocate them. I can't like explain them to anybody, and I'm kind of stuck in my head, you know. And I'm sure doing math didn't help, <laughs> like yeah, like like. What's going on? Like this is, should be the stable part of my life, but I'm very emotional. I'm doing. Like, I'm. 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 I'm very self-destructive at that point. So you know, sex wasn't necessarily like on my priority list. You know, uh, all those hormones are going somewhere. But one thing I remember distinctly that one time we were hanging out in my room and, and something like she she submitted a comment about like my nails or something, and she cut my nails. Like she's like, so she grabbed my hand and cut my nails. And to be honest, that's one of like the sexiest things that ever happened because. Not on some subservient tip, like some like alpha male BS, but just in some like caring way, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think I was high at that time, but I was like distracted, or whatever. But now, like back, like I was pretty like cool of her to be like. And there were there were signs everywhere now. Like I remember she'd be like sta- standing, like looking at my wall calendar, <coughs> and she's sitting there like you know poking her butt out and stuff. And I'm just kind of <laughs> looking over like, oh hey, there's a butt poking out. And then I just go back to playing Dreamcast at that time, you know what I mean? <clears throat> but just my mindset wasn't there, and like she would, she was kind of coming around the family a, a lot too. And, and we ended up bringing her with us down to Los Angeles, and she stayed with family, and that was kind of the end of it. And so that was another one of like my, my sister's friends. And I've always kind of gotten with my sisters, like, how come you guys never really like let me know as far as the people that had feelings for me? And so I always feel like, and guys, especially with friends, like, we're notorious for this, where I've been around so many times where you're in a group. And there's one gorgeous female, and, you know, she's getting every guy's attention. And there's dudes that are in relationships. They're, they're holding a baby, and they're sort of, like, you know, cock-blocking everybody else mm-hmm. for no reason. Like, you're not, mm-hmm. they're not trying to date them, but they're just, like, ruining your chances for whatever. It's like, hey, man. If I can't have her, no one can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's how you get to, like, you know, eventually, like, Ted Bunny, where you're chopping them up. Because it's like, well, now, nobody will ever have her, but I still get her corpse or something. I don't know. <laughs> but it was always kind of the weird thing. Um... The reason I kind of transitioned that once I started kind of... I've gone through ups and downs where, I, you know, I get off drugs a little bit. Maybe I stop drinking, stop smoking, and then, you know, come back to the fold. But stuff like that, I'm trying to, like, figure out myself, figure out what, what's going to happen with my life. And so we moved to, um, 
to here to Fresno, um, early 2000s, and another kind of big, you know, thing. And I wasn't trying to approach it. And that's the thing. Like, I don't know how to like. If I see an attractive woman, like I said, I kind of build up this relationship in the head where it's like, oh, okay, so somebody that I want to spend time with, you know, because I don't see anybody and be like, oh, I wanted a one night stand, like. And, and I'll never pay for sex because, like, if my sorry ass can't get on my own, I'm definitely not going to, like, you know, ruin somebody's night. Like, I'll gladly give somebody $100 bills, like, just go on your merry way. Because trust me, it's better for both of us this way. Mm-hmm. Um, but another, so, one big job, I was there four years or so. I worked at this pharmacy. And uh, there was another uh, girl there. She had two girls. She was an older female, a couple years older. But I was, like, heavily attracted to her. And, I mean, I try to talk to her all the time. And, I mean... Shot down like a like a brightly colored biplane in World War Two, man. Like I'm just sitting there, like after a while, when I finally worked with the courage, and and I, I swear to God, as one of the, as I'm walking towards her, like my heart's thumping. It, it's pathetic, dude. I wish I could say it and sound like a some smooth debonair guy. It's definitely no Pepe Le Pew, you know. I'm, <laughs> it's just it's it's lame. It's like just Le Pew. <laughs> yeah, it's just pew 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 pew, just all pew. And it's all that, it's all fupa. Yeah, it brought me right back in. So, and and she's and, and she's constantly like, you know, being nice and like, hey, and then, and then later like, oh, no. And so, you know, I, I try to invite her to like a comedy show. I'm like, yeah, that sounds like fun. And then the day before, like, oh, hey, something came up like a couple times. So it's kind of like, dude, get a clue, man. I just, I just can't get a clue. So that was one that I would chase about. And before that, at the pharmacy school, there was a girl that was younger. She was, you know, she, she had just gotten married or something like that. But she was cool. We talked, whatever. Well, after a year or so, she ended up coming to work at the pharmacy. And I was like, oh, yeah, I remember you. And, and we were chummy. And it was no, like, weird, awkward things. Oh, she's, she's had a kid. She's married. So it was one of those, like, you know, respect the boundaries type stuff. But we were real cool. And there was a guy that, that worked there. Um, and he was a little short dude. He had that little man syndrome for sure. Mm, he was a short Napoleon dude. Napoleon Complex. Uh, former wrestler. He wrestled in high school. Um, you ever heard of this uh, a movie called Vision Quest? Mm-hmm. It was like his 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 mecca. He'd always talk about like like his coach made everybody watch Vision Quest. It's about this dude. It's got all this synthy. It's an '80s movie about wrestling and about you know having a vision. It's just it sounded awful. <laughs> like it, if you liked it, by all means. But it's one of those like inspiring ones. But anyway, so he had this, this talk about Alpha. He was married. He had a kid. After a year or two, he had another kid. But he's one of those that would like flirt with every cute girl possible we'd have externs that come in that rotate in and i mean he would latch on but oh I'll, I'll show them the around the farm seems like okay and i you know i wouldn't put too much thought into it, but it, so when this young girl came in of course he he latched oh well before that there was a girl about our age who had, she already worked there and she was uh she had the alpha male thing which was not very yeah she'd be one of those like always trying to outdo you and i was always a pretty good worker stuff um and, you know, he's pretty much working. And he'd always kind of, they'd have lunch together and they'd sit across. They'd have, like, lunch. It was very, like, we're mid-20s. You know what you're doing, man. It's just it's just gross. It grossed me out knowing that he's mar- never met his wife. But just to be like, that's your attitude. It was kind of mm-hmm. weird. but Slime ball. Yeah. And, and, and this is the thing. When, when it would be brought up by, because it was primarily women that worked there. Um, and it was a couple of us guys. And, and, of course, he'd always be trying to flex. Like literally and figuratively. <laughs> so and he had this habit where he would walk by because we had it's a it was it wasn't like a Walgreens it was mainly like a, a warehouse pharmacy so we didn't have customers coming in but we'd have you know medications down the aisles and he he'd walk by the aisles and and if there was another one of the other few guys walking his way he'd bump their shoulders 
I mean, I, I wish I, I could just Yeah, I, you know, whenever whenever I see somebody that looks like that, it's just like, oh, God. Just get over yourself, dude. Mm, sorry about your dick, bro. <laughs> yeah. Hey, there's many guys with little dicks that have lived meaningful lives. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but, he's, you know, he's married and stuff like that. And, oh, and I don't want to kind of make it like, like a, a certain thing, but he was very religious. He was one of those that would talk about Christianity all the time. And um, mm-hmm. he'd always kind of like like uh, shame because um, I was really big into my alcohol at that time. But me and a couple of people, you know, we talk about drinking or whatever. And he'd always be like, "Oh, you know, I've never touched alcohol in my life." And he's like, "Yeah, but you're you're like um, you're just your dowsing rod. Yeah, your your dowsing rod is like at every girl. And not to heap on the pile of douchiness, but he was a huge 49er fan. And so, <laughs> and and we work Sundays through Thursday. And so, every Sunday he listened to the game. And this is mid-2000s, so inevitably when the 49ers would lose, he'd just have a hissy fit, he'd turn off the radio, and he'd be, like, in a huff the rest of the day. And so, like, mm-hmm. hey, dude, can you help me get this? And he'd come over here and he's just like, come on, man. And so mm-hmm. I'd put on my rock and stuff. Well, we couldn't get good station there, so I listened to a lot of, like, um, a lot of pop stuff. So a lot of Britney Spears, a lot of Black Eyed Peas at that time. Mm-hmm. But, but it was, so... The girl that was about her age, they'd always have lunch together. And I heard rumors, and I'm one of those, I don't perpetuate nothing, so I'm not going to chase them. But so as soon as this young girl came in, like, oh, hey, and, you know, I talked to her, and so she's like, oh, I remember. And so we were cool, like, we were, we were friends. And immediately when she showed up, he just latched on her, and he just ditched the other girl. And so now they'd be on lunch dates, and he'd bring her lunch, and he'd go, and it was kind of like, grow. And he just ditched the other girl. We're, we're working in this facility. When we have lunch together, we have, like, two different shifts. <clears throat> you're sitting like 12 in a room, you know? Mm-hmm. It's as big as this room, like, what, 10 feet by 15, by 5 feet or something? It, it's, it's cr- well, it was a little bigger than that, but it was just weird, that, just his attitude. And so the reason I bring this up, though, because so this other, the alpha girl, I, she, objectively, she was attractive. She had, mm-hmm. you know, shapely, whatever. She's about her age. Um, when I first worked there, she had a boyfriend, and I guess they were on and off, and by that time, she had a kid, I think, but we kind of broke it off, whatever. But towards the end of my tenure there um, in Fresno, we bought a couple of pharmacies up in Sacramento. And to kind of integrate the workforce, um, they, they offered a couple of us to go up and stay in a hotel for like a week or something. <clears throat> and of course, I volunteered because I hated work and I just want to leave. <laughs> so I went up there, <clears throat> and a couple of us would go intermittently. And so this alpha girl ended up going up there. Uh, after a few weeks, and, and it's funny watching her because this is what I I love watching humans, right? So she was very alpha male, and you know, bumping heads with everybody, and she's better than everybody, and proving herself, and you know, like my dick's bigger than y'all, and it's like, <laughs> and I mean, I was like, probably, dude, but, <laughs> but definitely bigger than, than that dude. I'll tell you what, mm. and so when we're staying there, and we, and it was cool because they told us work as many hours as you want, and I was working like eighteen hour days, like I was busting my ass, like I'm. I'm it was funny because when I got back, the um, the pharmacy um, supervisor was like, you know what, Tony? I had to make up, like, brackets for you because you were doing, like, two, double and triple overtime. So I got mad paid. And fortunately, I wasn't on meth at the time, so my money didn't go to that. But it was very much, like, open-ended, and I kind of was on my own. And I was, like, I was kicking ass, and I was, like, I was bossing other – I was bossing, like, a pharmacist around, which was kind of cool because, like, you made twice my wage, but, like, uh, like I'm – like I own you man so because we were kind of showing them our method and one of the guys not the alpha male another guy that was there that was real cool he was older than a lot of us he was very chill 
Um, <clears throat> he went up there and after work, he was like, hey man, what are you, what are you doing? Like, I don't know, I'm just going back to my room, just hanging out. Because I'm a very, I'm a very lone wolf guy, you know. I could mm-hmm. kind of do my own thing. I don't want to fit in. I don't want to sort of like join in the crowd. Like, nah, just leave me alone. But he was like, well, no, like, because we got off 11 or something. Like, well, I was just going to get something to eat, maybe some drink, whatever. And this was when there was only a couple of us there. So I was like, yeah, whatever. So I went to his room and I was like, man, I hope this guy doesn't try to violate me. You know? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't even know what to do. Like, you know, who's the top? Who's the bottom? <laughs> like, uh, what's the problem? It's his none, none of this was in my porno tapes. <laughs> yeah. Butt slammers did not prepare me for this, this action. So but, but we're hanging out. And I remember we watched the, the Hangover. That was the first time the Hangover mm. was out. And he was like, uh, we were like, well, I never heard of it. So we watched it. We're drinking beers. But we started like hanging out we started talking and you know like oh yeah and so we got along great and so for the rest of the, the our tenure there we were like hey man you want to come around like yeah whatever so we you hang out and talk so anyway a couple more people came including alpha girl and and uh it, she, it was funny watching her because she's alpha but like watching her and and uh operating like she was very nervous like she's almost like asking like hey who do we talk to to go to the bathroom or whatever and like <laughs> dude like this is our house and, and i was walking in like uh Big Dick Johnson just like, <laughs> like hey, we're going to take an hour, like, uh, hour lunch. You can't do nothing about it. And it was, it was funny. It was, it was where I started coming out, like, coming out of my shell almost, you know. Like, the train bra came off, baby. <laughs> <clears throat> and so, like, the first night, whatever, she was very much like, uh, so what do you guys do afterwards? Like, oh, me and uh, my boy, like, we just been hanging out watching movies. Like, you guys want to come over? And we're like, oh, all right. Like, sure, I don't care. Like, alcohol, that's all I had to hear. All right, cool. So, we agreed to meet at her room. And this is hilarious. I go to her her, um, her room, her hotel room, and he's standing outside. And I was like, oh, what happened? She didn't answer or whatever. Like, I haven't knocked. I'm like, what, what, what are you doing? Like, go. And he's like, no, I was waiting for you. He's like, what? And I was like, that's mm-hmm. weird. So we go in, and she's in a towel. And it's kind of like, she's like, oh, I just got out the shower or whatever. And I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, oh, I, I got some booze or whatever. You guys help yourself. This goddamn kitchen table was like a little studio apartment. This table was like, stock for like two fraternities man it was like <laughs> bottles of vodka and i was like as far as i know there's only three of us here for the show like I, we didn't invite anybody else there was only a total of six of us from the pharmacy so it was like okay so I was like you don't have to tell an alky twice man i'm pouring my cup getting my ice and 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 <laughs> so she's in the bathroom changing whatever and he's like you know we're sitting on the couch and i'm just like whatever like uh, this is I'm, I'm i'm in the spot i want to be and he's like Hey, dude, whatever you do, don't leave me alone with her. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, and, and he knew her years before I did. You know, she worked there with him. But he was like, yeah, I was like, I don't know, man. I just don't, don't leave us alone. And I was like, okay, that's just weird. So anyway, she comes out and like, you know, we just start chatting up. And then they're like, uh, I watch a movie, whatever. And like, ha ha, it's a joke. Like, oh, let's see what adult movies they got on. And I'm like, and I look at him like, okay, you know what? This mm. joke is going too far. And I'm like, let me just finish this fifth of vodka and, and I'm out of here, man. So we're sitting there and she's like, and she's like, ha ha, flipping. And we're like. Let's just watch the regular movie. And I still remember we watched Terminator Salvation. And I don't remember none of it because I blacked out somewhere. Mm-hmm. But it's a it's a Christian Bale. It's the Terminator movie. <clears throat> it's not a great one, blah, blah. So we're sitting just watching the movie with this girl. And we're sitting there. And t- like, as the movie finishes, I kind of realized, like, uh, this dude's gone. <laughs> he jetted sometime during the movie. I remember, like, like kind of, like, buzz or whatever. I'm just kind of like, hey, what the hell is he? And I'm... And, and somewhere, I was watching the movie, whatever, but I don't remember the transition, whatever. We st- still sat on the couch, but I had a pillow, and she had her head rested on my lap on the pillow. That's how we finished watching the movie, and, you know, I'm kind of stroking her, whatever. And I kind of like, oh, hold on a minute. Like, 
No, mm-hmm. no, no. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, whoa. wait, what's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> like, let me try to remember Butt Slammers, scene five, uh, 14 minutes in. What did they do in this situation? But uh, but it was just, you know, the movie ended, and I'm tired as heck. Like, and, I, and like I said, I didn't have sexual feelings for her that way. Because mainly, I was not, I didn't like that whole macho thing. You know what I mean? Like, she had that alpha male. So basically, I, and then, so like, all right, I'm going, I'm going to my room. And, and so she just kind of like, um, hey, th- thanks for, and like, as we're leaving, as I'm leaving, she's on the door, she's doing that, like, high school musical BS where she's, you know, her head's in the doorway, and she's like, hey, good night, like, hey, thanks for, thanks for tonight, whatever, I'm like, all right, and I'm just like, I, I just gotta go to my room before I puke, man. So I just go and crash, and the next day, like, as soon as we get to the, to the, the pharmacy, of course I go straight to him, like, dude, what the fuck, man, and he's like, oh, I don't know, man, I just was bored, <laughs> I just want to leave, like, you told me not to, and it was kind of, and I just, like, I, basically, nobody really knows that, but, like, nothing happened. I'm sure something could have happened, but, like, I just wasn't with it, man. And after that, nothing trans- transpired. Sometime later, like, I left that pharmacy, um, and I didn't tell her I was legally, this is the way I did it. When I left that day, um, I was I was set to be the last day for of my um, regular work week. And I was going to take two weeks of vacation. Because I used to always, like, accumulate my PTO. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, hey, I'm going to take two weeks off. i to go for a trip or something. And But I was I was real depressed. I had been drinking way too much. I mean, I was drinking, like, the minute I got off work. Sometimes before I even got home. And it, it was just a real bad place. And I just hated working there. And I used to be told all the time, oh, your job's safe. But people that I kind of made bonds with, they got fired. Mm-hmm. Because seniority. Just because we were the last ones hired. But, hey, your job's safe. And it's like... How is that supposed to make me feel? You know, it just, I know they're great workers, but you got other people that have been there years. They had zero fear. There were no urgency because, like, their job was safe, right? Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, so I walked into the manager's office, the assistant office manager. I told him, like, hey, um, this, uh, today, I got my two-week vacation. I want to use those two weeks as my two-week notice. I don't know if you can do it, but I'm a rebel without a call. I don't give a mm-hmm. shit. I'm just like, no, nah, I'm using the two weeks. I, like, oh, I did the same it. thing at one of my jobs. And you, you did, like, you managed to do it? Mm-hmm. Did they let you do it or? Well, they had no choice. <laughs> well, that's the thing. He told me, like, "Oh, you can't do this." So I'm like, "Well, then I quit." Today's my last day. Simple as that. Well, I was already on my vacation when I put in my two weeks notice. So you might have had to come back for like a day or two. No. Not I, even. I never went back. Oh shit! Was it the? It, it was funny because um, I took a two weeks vacation to get ready for our wedding. You got to make it sexy too, though. And. Uh, oh, wedding! Yes. Wedding! Yes. Yeah. Because. Yeah, I was Carter, I was going to spend a week preparing for the wedding. And then after the wedding, I was going to spend a week, you know, off your, for a honeymoon. Your wedding? Mine. Okay. Yeah, mine and Mark's. And, um, and so I took two weeks vacation. I had all this PTO. And, uh, like, the second day into my vacation, I got called from this other job that I had been interviewing for and said that we'd like to hire you. <laughs> so I went back to my work while I was on my vacation and said, I got something for you. And handed him my resignation. My manager goes, God, you're so lucky. Your manager, yeah. The one that's, that's supposed how, to help you. That's how bad it was working there. The manager was like, You're lucky, man. <laughs> it's like, How can I be you? So you like, you. I, I picture you like um, the graduate, like you ran into your wedding dress and be like, Peace out, bitches. It was like, like, take off. <laughs> Probably should have, but that was that would have been funnier. That would be more dramatic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so that's kind of was, you know, I tried to quit, and he's like, oh, you can't do that. So I just flat out didn't even, like, miss a, miss a beat. Like, oh, then I quit. Like, today's my last day. Like, duh, you think you're going to threaten me? Like, I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. And he called in the um, pharmacy tech supervisor, who she was, like, the mother hand. Like, I had all the respect for her. 
Like she loved, she treated us all like 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 her kids. Like she had ki- uh, a son about her age who was a screw up, and she was constantly bitching about him. But she would always like be, and she. Uh, that's one of the few times where I remember. Uh, you know, I wasn't that sober then, but she'd be saying something like, "You know what? I just want to tell you, like, you're doing a real good job." And I'd sit there and, like look around awkwardly, like, uh, like I wouldn't know mm-hmm. how to respond. And so, I'd be, and uh, even after a while, one time I flat out told her, like, I don't know how to respond to that, mm-hmm. like a complete moron. Mm-hmm. You're not good at taking compliments. I'm better now, for sure, but at that point, I just kind of was like, okay. It's almost like, all of a sudden, like, a brick was going to fall out of my pants, just kind of, like, to <laughs> ease the tension. And so when I told her that one time, she just flat out was like, like, oh, just take a compliment, like, in a jokey, mean way. You know, just take a compliment. And I was like, oh, okay. So he called her in, and, and she's sitting there, like, it just completely, like, you know, the color rushed out of her face, and she's completely... She's crying through... We're sitting there for two hours while she's going back and forth trying to convince me to stay. And in my head, I'm made up. Like, what is it? Like, somebody did something to you? Like, why do you... Like, she... If I if I told her, get rid of the rest of the staff, she might have gone through it, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I'll get rid of my son. That guy doesn't deserve his Mustang. I don't know. But... <laughs> but and I felt bad because of all the things, that's the part that made me feel bad. Like, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And I... And so... Up to that day, I had been telling just a few key people that I knew, like that, that young girl that I knew, like she was a friend. So I was like, hey, just letting you know it's good. No, actually, I told her the last day because, and this kind of ties in more to the relationship stuff. I might have to start wrapping. Yeah, I got about 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a girl that she was married there. So it's like, you know, of course, I respect the boundaries, but she was a, she was very tough, tough kind of, there you go again. She was a very tough chick, but not like the alpha female. And uh, this, is a, this is in Clovis area, so it kind of fits the stereotype. She was this kind of real petite girl, always kind of worried about her weight stuff. But it's like, dude, she weighed like nothing. She is one of those, she weighed 100 pounds soaking wet, you know. Mm-hmm. But she used to drive like her lifted pickup truck. And that was hot to me. I was like, man, that's pretty hot for some reason. But mm-hmm. and, but we were chummy, right? And we had a canal by the pharmacy. And sometimes we'd be out like fill, in our filling stations that are kind of open. So we could see each other. We And I'm one of those, you know me, I, I'm, I'm a silly, goofy guy. And so I was... Not as open at that time, but I was still, you know, decently. But a lot of times I'd be like, hey, how about, you know, just to, how about you and me? We just run over there and skinny dip into the canal. And she'd be like, oh, yeah, after lunch, totally is down for you. <laughs> and she was very game, but it was respectful, right? It was, it was more like a sis, uh, friendly banter. Mm-hmm. But so anyway, the last day, she was probably the last person I let know. Like, it, it's kind of weird how it ties up. So that day, the alpha female, she got on, she got on my nerves because... Um, not to get too much into details, but we used to let the runs go. And this like when they take the deliveries for mm-hmm. the medication. We had like three runs a day. And on this particular run, um, sometimes if it was a certain emergency, we'd hold the drivers, we call, and hurry up and fill the prescription. But, you know, they'd be late, whatever. And so this time, there was a prescription that wasn't an emergency. And so I, I did the alpha thing. I was like, all right, just let them go. But unbeknownst to me, she kind of like got in the way and like held the run back. And so later, the run was still there. I'm like, what's the run still doing here? And she's like, oh, so-and-so let it go. And I'm like, what the heck? So I was kind of, and I kind of like fake snap. Because now, who cares, right? Because mm-hmm. the if I kind of fake snap, they're like, well, you can just boss around. And she's kind of like, yeah, you're not in charge here. And like, haha. So anyway, I quit, and I didn't tell her that. And so from my friend, the one that the one that ditched me, trying to like start when, at, the, at the hotel, because I still talked to him for a few years after that. He said that, that like the next year, whatever, you know, and then the, all hell broke loose and she heard what happened and because he's like that too he was kind of like oh yeah he got upset because of you holding the run and so to as far as i know to this day she still thinks that because years later he even said like dude she still thinks that and he's like like i forgot all about that i thought it was hilarious was he joking or is that what he thought 
No, he, it, he was joking. He just kind of let her hang her, and so <laughs> she felt this guilt written about like, oh my god, like the guy who brushed my hair all sweetly, like I, I, I kicked. Why must all the good men leave me? <laughs> I don't know. I really don't care. It was like whatever. I thought it was funny, but so I didn't tell her, and she had an earlier shift, but the late shift was me, and the the older lady that I liked that that with the two kids. She was there, and I didn't tell her nothing because I like I don't care what she thinks. But I told the young girl like, "Hey, just let you know." She, you know, we hugged, and it was like, "Oh, well, you know, it sucks. Um, I'm gonna miss you." Blah blah. Like, yeah, whatever. They all say that. Like, you know, I never saw that disclaimer at the end of my butt slammers tape, so I know it ain't real life. And so that that younger petite girl too, like I told her that, and you know, we hugged and stuff, and she cried, and it, it really messed me up in my head because like, why would you cry? Like, it, I'm just an unemployed like, I. W- Two months from now, we won't even remember each other's name, but she was all, like, sweet, and she was like, she's like, did you tell, you know, the older girl? And I'm like, no. And I was like, like, uh, they're finally, like, I made a point not to tell. Like, I waited to her car, put off the driveway just so I could talk to you because I don't want her to know nothing. Like, mm-hmm. as far as I know, I just want, like, she, I was nothing to her, so whatever, you know what I mean? But it was just, it bugged me that she would cry like that. Why would that evoke that emotion, you know what I mean, at that time in my in my moment? So... I kind of got, you know, I bounced around for a bit. I went to the military. I did that for a spell. Um, I'm sure I'm missing some other people there. But now, kind of rushed through where you come in more. I worked out of storage. And as far as you know, did you ever hear from any anybody there, any other male or female? Anybody? Well, to cut back to, when I went to farm state school with that young girl, there was a, a, a guy there that was a, was a homosexual. And I remember he even made one comment, something like that. Man, it's too bad that you're not gay or something like that. And I was kind of like, <laughs> and, I, and I did that little, like, curtsy, like, where my cheeks kind of blush. I was like, oh, that's cute. So, you know, I'm a straight male, but it's like, for another, another anybody to be attracted to me was kind of like, oh, that's cute. You know, I did like a little curtsy, like, <laughs> like a little anime girl. <laughs> little giggle, yeah, put yeah, your hand little, over your yeah, mouth. Yeah, yeah. It, it was kind of like, you know, like, oh, man, I ain't with that. But I'm like, <laughs> so... That kind of was like if I was at some gay bar and some dude bought me a drink, I'd totally take it. You know, and say, like, yeah, too bad, I'm not. Hmm. But, but yeah, I sit there and, and pull on my shirt so you can see the, the tufts of my hair and showing on my little sweaty chin. <laughs>